today is Monday, June 1st. Um, happy 1st of June. Happy summertime to everyone. Um, but sadly, things aren't so happy right now. Uh, there's not a lot of joy being spread. Um, in fact, there's a lot of the opposite. Uh, this episode is going to take the time to talk about what has gone on in the past couple of weeks, months, and years leading up to this stuff. Um, it has not been an easy time. It has not been a fun time. Of course, there is still a pandemic, but there's something much more bigger and dangerous to Americans than that virus right now, uh, especially to black Americans. And so for this first episode of the of the three episode marathon, we're going to talk about what's going on, what has been going on and how we should feel about it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started. has been so far uh, I think everyone can agree that it's been nothing short of crazy emotions have been all over the place and for so many reasons we can recall as early back for me as January when um, Kobe and his daughter Gigi along with um, their friends passed in a tragic uh, helicopter crash and then from there things only got worse we are now in a pan global pandemic uh, we're quarantined there's been UFO sightings. There's been killer hornets. There's been so much other stuff that just it, 2020 has been crazy. Um, but away from all of that, there's more serious matters in this time right now. Um, we feel a different emotion. We don't feel like things have been chaotic due to the pandemic. We feel that things have been chaotic due to murder. Seven days ago today so last monday um an innocent unarmed helpless defenseless black man was murdered in the street in the hands of a cop in on february 23rd uh another innocent unarmed defenseless helpless black man was murdered by two whites while he was running in his own neighborhood on march 13th Brianna Taylor was murdered in her own house after police busted in and shot her. We are outraged right now. I am angry right now. I didn't hear about Brianna Taylor until I heard about George Floyd. And when you get both of those at the same time, it's a lot to take in at once. But the fact that it happened in March 13th, and it just came to light now in May. That's an issue because how many other things are they hiding from us? Now, this isn't the first time we've been through something of the sort where we've had three murders in one year um, or murder at all. These police killings, these innocent black murders have been happening since as far as I can remember. And and 
the first one that I, I really I can remember that really stands out to me was 2012 when Trayvon Martin was murdered. Walking home after getting snacks from a grocery uh, from a gas station. I remember that because that was the first one that I could actually put thoughts together for. I was 12 years old when that happened, maybe 11 at the time. But that's the first one I can remember. After that, it was 2014 for me. I remember Tamir Rice, who was younger than me. I remember Eric Gardner, the first time we heard I Can't Breathe. And I remember Michael Brown and all the Ferguson protests and riots. Like I said, this is not the first time we've seen this. But moving forward, 2015 came. And I remember the gruesome, just unfathomable story of Sandra Bland. That one hurt a lot for me for many reasons. All of these hurt a lot for many reasons. They're supposed to hurt. We're supposed to feel angry. Because it didn't stop then. 2016, Flando Castile lost his life in his car in front of his kids. Shot by police. So here we are, 2020, and nothing's changed. It's the same shit. George Floyd was murdered on Monday. The video got to social media, I want to say either Tuesday or, or Monday. I didn't watch the video until Wednesday because I knew I couldn't watch it. I knew I couldn't stomach it. I was already upset after Ahmaud Arbery was murdered. I didn't want to relive that hurt that I've been reliving for seven years now. But I watched it on Wednesday, two days after it happened. I remember watching it and I had to, I had to watch it twice because I couldn't finish it the first time. I started it. Got a couple seconds in and I had to turn it off. It hurts. It hurts to see that. It hurts to know that he wasn't doing anything in that moment. It hurts to see the cop with his knee on his neck and how happy he looked to be doing that. It hurt because this isn't the first time. And it hurts because I don't think it's going to be the last. As I watched that video, I noticed a few things. Um, first, the fact that he couldn't breathe. And instantly I thought of 2014 and the shirts that the NBA made with I Can't Breathe following the death of Eric, the murder of Eric Gardner. And it just brought me back to that. And I relived 2014. And in reliving 2014, I relived 2012, 15, and 16. But it's 2020. Nothing's changed. As I watched that video... I got sick to my stomach. I got sick to my stomach because as I'm watching that video on Wednesday, I'm reading about Ahmad. I'm reading about Breonna Taylor. I'm hurt inside. And not only am I hurt, but I'm angry. And millions of other people feel this same way. This hurt, this anger. We don't want to feel this way. As I watch that video on Wednesday of George Floyd being murdered. I got to the end and I saw his lifeless body. I saw his lifeless body. And it triggered me. And it 
pissed me off so much that I did want violence. I wanted to retaliate. 2012 through 16, I never wanted to protest. I was a little bit afraid to. I was very young. I was afraid to go out there, but I, I, I understood what was going on. But I never felt compelled enough to go protest or compelled enough to make a statement on it or, or, or say too much on it. I didn't stay quiet. I had some feelings on it. I said some things on it, but I never felt compelled to do something about it. 2012, I I remember Trayvon Martin's death very murder very well because we were close in age. Yes, he was 17, I was 11, 12, but it's the same idea of a young black male being murdered. 2020, now I'm, I'm about to be 20 and I still see the same stuff. I see the same shit. I jog just like Ahmad Arbery jogs. Running is, it, it's a nice thing to do. It's a nice privilege to have. And it's sad that that's, it look, it's looked at as a threat when we're black and jogging. What was the purpose of killing him? What was the purpose of killing George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, in her own home? I watched this video, George Floyd's murder, and I relived everything. And now I'm angry, extremely angry. I don't know when this is going to stop, if it's going to stop. I can only hope and pray that it does, because I don't want to keep feeling like this. Nobody wants to keep feeling like this. This shit sucks. And the fact that it keeps happening so often and so much is an issue. And people don't see it as such. This is a disease. This racism, this pandemic of murder and racism is a disease. And it's an issue that needs to be fixed as soon as possible. But the issue is, and this is why I'm angry as well, when you have a, a, a coward sitting in the White House, like how we do, shit's not really going to get better. And if it does, it's going to take a very long time, much longer than what it should have. I watched that video on Wednesday. And I got angry. Because I saw the tweet that Trump tweeted. How is the president of the United States of America going to tweet something as asinine as that? You're telling me this man sat up with his phone and said, yeah, this seems suitable to tweet. It's not suitable for a president to tweet. It's not suitable for a white supremacist to tweet. It's not suitable for anyone, any human to tweet. That tweet was disgusting on so many levels. And that was my boiling point. That's when I tipped over. That's when I felt compelled to go protest. That tweet was so disgusting that when I read it, I cried. Because that's a threat. He's not tweeting that for the defense of his people, for the support of his people. It's a threat to the ones he doesn't like. And that's disgusting to me. It's infuriating. I read that tweet and I cried. I wasn't sad when I cried. 
I was angry. I was angry. Following watching the video on Wednesday, I listened to um, Killer Mike talk on the issue. And he spoke with such conviction that it moved me. It was a very powerful clip that I watched. And I can't remember if it was eight minutes, six minutes or whatever the case may be. But I watched all of it because what he said moved me very deeply. I watched that video on Wednesday of George Floyd being murdered and I got angry because nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And in a time where everyone is preaching that we have to be together to get through what we're going through, this type of shit still happens. We're still being murdered. I watched this video on Wednesday and I watched the protest to go along with it. I saw the looting, the rioting, the burning of buildings. And I was angry. I wasn't angry at the protesters. I was angry at the people saying, why are you reacting like this? Back in 2016 and 2015 and 14, I said the same thing. I had that same question. Why are you reacting like this? It's 2020 now and I understand it. I understand it different. And I'm at that point now too. Someone, I was talking to someone at my job and, and they were telling me about the story of the sleeping bear and two campers. And he said, this is the reason why we're protesting. That bear asleep peacefully in his own habitat. He sleep. Those two campers have two long sticks and they come to that bear that's sleeping and they poke him. They poke him once. He doesn't budge. He, they poke him two more times. He doesn't budge. So they go ahead and they poke him five more times. He wakes up. The bear wakes up a little bit, but he doesn't do anything. He just wakes up. So the, the, the campers step back. They see the bear goes back to sleep and they poke him again. So they poke him five more times. And now the bear is up again. This time he moves a little bit. He gets up and he moves. The campers go to him again. And they poke him five more times. Now that bear is pissed off. That bear is pissed off and that bear wakes up and he slashes their throats. Killing the campers. And yet that bear is going to be called dangerous. But what people forget when they ask why, why are they doing this? They forget that we were poked. Not one time, not two times, but hundreds of times we were poked. So the protesting, the looting, it's not unprovoked. There's a reason behind it. And that reason is anger. It's built up anger. It's because we've been poked for so goddamn long. That we are at a point where we can't take it anymore. So we are going to act on that. So when you ask why are people protesting, ask why are they being poked? Why were they poked first? Because that's your answer. Because those campers poked that bear unprovoked. We're being poked unprovoked. There's no reason for us to be bothered so much for doing nothing. Ahmad Arbery was running, he was jogging, and he was murdered. For what? What causes you to murder a man like that? Trayvon Martin was walking home. Tamir Rice was playing. You see that common theme of unprovoked murder? And now we're at a point here in 2020 where we're fed up. 
we're pissed off, we're angry as hell because we've been poked for so long. You're going to fill us at this point. You're going to fill us and we want you to fill us because we have shit we have to say. We have shit we have to get off our chest because we're angry. You didn't listen before when we kind of peacefully protested, when we did some movements, but not much. But you're going to fill us now. You're going to hear us now. And I don't care how long these protests last. No one who protests is in the wrong. They deserve to protest. They deserve to do what they're doing. They have the right to do that because we've been poked for so long. I watched that video on Wednesday and I got angry. Angry because that's another man taken from his family. That's another person taken from their family. I watched that video on Wednesday and I got angry because I was watching a video like that in 2020. And it wasn't the first of 2020. I watched that video on Wednesday and I got angry because I imagined myself in those positions. I imagined myself being there, whether I was George Floyd or just a bystander, and I couldn't imagine the pain that everyone surrounding that felt. I couldn't imagine that pain. I got angry when I watched that video on Wednesday because there was nothing I could do about it. There's nothing I can do about what happened. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. I'm so angry that I went into work on Wednesday after watching the video and didn't want to help anybody. For those of you who don't know, and, and not a lot of people do know, I work at a golf course. And as I said that, I can imagine a whole bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I work at a golf course. You can imagine the type of people that come to that golf course. I was prepared to hear a lot of talk about the incident, a lot of talk about the murder, not the protest, but the murder and how wrong it was. I, I came into work prepared to hear about it. Of course, I didn't want to, but I wanted to hear what was being said if someone had something to say about it. So I went into work that day prepared to hear about it. I didn't hear anything about the murder. I didn't hear anything about how unjust it was. All I heard about is how hood and thuggish and unprovoked the protests were. All I heard about is how we are in the wrong for protesting, how we're the bad guys in this situation, how we're the enemy of America. We're the rats of America. I got pissed off at work, had to take a 15 minute break because a man said, it's not going to stop. And he wasn't talking about the protest. He said the killing isn't going to stop. I heard that and it took everything in me not to say something to that man. And I wanted to very bad. But I knew if I said something at that moment, I couldn't control what I said. So I walked away. I walked away. But I felt compelled to do something about it. The fact that you can say that so comfortably 
is an issue. The fact that you believe that this killing won't stop is an issue. Because they're killing innocent black people for no reason. The issue isn't the protest. There's a cause and there's an effect of everything. The cause of the protest is what needs to stop. That's the real issue. And that's the murders. That's the murders of our innocent black people. It needs to stop. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Not only is it unfair, but it's unjust. And it's morally wrong. To murder someone is just morally wrong. Regardless, that man was on his stomach, flat on the ground, and he still died. Breonna Taylor was in her home, and she got murdered in her own home doing nothing. I'm angry as hell right now. I'm, I'm angry as hell. There's no reason why this should still be happening. There's no reason why it happened before. This type of thing should never happen. I shouldn't have to feel like this. I feel angry because because I'm fearful. And not fearful in terms of I fear death or I'm fearful for my life. I fear for my life every day I walk outside. That's not the case because I don't fear death. Death is it's going to happen, so there's no point to, to fear it. But what I fear is the way my family would feel if something were to happen to me. I fear the hurt and the pain that they would feel, that they would endure when I go. That's what I fear. And so I live with that because being a black man, you're a target. Being black is a target. You're, in a, you're under a microscope whenever you step outside your house and shit, even when you're in your house. Every little thing you do is watched. You're a threat just by living, by breathing. So I live in fear that if something happens to me, my family is going to hurt. And then I got angry because there's families that have experienced that hurt. And they shouldn't have to. There's no reason they should have to go through that. There's no reason they should have to feel that. You shouldn't have to feel that pain. So I got angry. Because people are feeling that. People are experiencing it. There's so much wrong with the world. There is also so much good with it. But right now there's a lot bad. A lot of bad that's going on. And it's been going on. We have to figure out a way to combat racism. There's not much we can do to change the minds, the closed minds of, of those white supremacists. But there's things we can do in our community to make things better for us. And I'm not saying that it falls solely on us because we do need those people to change if we're ever to live in a world where we're not a target just by walking outside our house. But there's things we can do to start breaking this cycle of murder. And as I say that, I realize that it could still happen no matter what. 
because we can't control the minds, the emotions of of the cowards that wear those badges. Of the cowards that fly their Trump 2020 flags high. We can't control their minds, nor can we change them. And it's not our obligation to. We're not living for them. We're not living to prove them wrong. But it's time that we prove ourselves right. Because as black people, we have potential that's unimaginable. Our potential is unimaginable. We can do whatever we put our mind to. And as a community, we're stronger. So it's time that we start proving ourselves right. Because everyone knows that. We all know our potential. Most of the inventions in this world came from black people. And were stolen by the whites. We know we could run the world. We just have to prove it to ourselves. We have to better ourselves every day. And I'm not saying better ourselves by by cutting our dreads off or taming our afros, not getting tattoos and piercings. I'm not saying in, in that way. I'm saying we have to prove to ourselves that we can achieve our full potential. We have to start utilizing our talents and our hobbies and our skills for better. The competition has to stop. You can compete, that's fine. But you shouldn't compete to the point where you don't want the next person beside you to succeed. We're stronger together than we are alone. As a community, we have to unite, we have to come together, and we have to reach our full potential together. Because if we do, we are unstoppable. It's not going to be easy. It, it just isn't. But it's possible. It's possible. But I'm still angry. And for a very long time now, I will be angry. It's not easy to get over something like this. No matter what anyone says, it's not easy. It, it's just not something that goes away after a week. I'll still feel this hurt years from now. Because I still feel this, that hurt from 2012. As a matter of fact, I still feel the hurt from Emmett Till. And I wasn't even born. I still feel that hurt. So I'm not going to get over this. I'm not going to get rid of my anger because time goes by. Because that's not the case. That's not how that works. I'm angry until something changes. And even then, I'll still be a little bit angry because it happened. It happened. But when I do get over this anger and I can control it a little bit more, I'm going to work on myself and better myself so that I can make lives better for my people, for the, the generations after me. Not only am I angry because it happened, but I'm angry because of what could happen. I'm angry because... I don't want the generations after me to live like this and to experience this. But I'm going to use my anger to make a change. And everyone should want to do that. Whether it's a change in yourself, your friends, your community. We want change. And we want it bad. Which is why we protest. Because shit has to be different. Bottom line. I'm still angry as hell, though. Rest in peace to George Floyd. Rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor 
and all the other fallen soldiers. Never forgotten. Never. It hurts, but we're going to push forward through it. We have to. No justice, no peace, bottom line. So, like I said, this is going to be um, a three-episode three marathon. So, um, the first one will drop is dropping today. The first one, this is the first one. Um, the second one will be tomorrow. Now, the second one is going to be a little bit of a special episode. I need your thoughts, your opinions, your emotions, your feelings. I need to hear them. I need you to tell me them because I'm sharing that on the podcast. I'm sharing what everyone has to say on the issue. If you have something you want to say, please DM me. Let me know. Text me if you have my number. Call me. FaceTime me. Anything. But I will be sharing your thoughts, your opinions, because it's important that everyone is heard right now. It's important that we all have a voice right now. So I want to provide that voice for as many people as I can. Um, On tomorrow's episode, I will have a couple people on the phone that I'll be talking to um, while I'm recording the podcast. So I want people to realize that um, we all need a voice and we all have to have a voice in this time. We all need to be heard. Um, So utilize that. DM me, text me, anything. Tell me how you feel. Uh, If you want, I can get you on the show via phone call or I can read what you have to say out loud. But please just let me know. Let me know because I I want everyone's opinions and thoughts to be out there. Um, Day three is going to be back to the same where you just hear my my voice. And I'm sorry about my voice right now. I'm honestly exhausted because I've been working so hard. But um, I know my allergies are killing me, too. But no, day three, you're going to hear my voice again. I'm going to talk about what's ha- what's going to happen and what has to happen moving forward. Um, so not going to focus too, too much on what is happening and what is happening, but what we can do moving forward. But for tomorrow's episode, for day two, for episode two, please, please, please um, tell me your thoughts, your opinions. Let me know how you feel because we're going to talk about it and everyone is going to get a chance to talk about it. So that's for tomorrow. Um, thanks for listening today. Um, let us know how you, what you thought about the episode. Tell me your thoughts and opinions on this episode. Uh, tell me your thoughts and opinions on the matter itself. Um, so that's it for today. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.